We're sorry. I'm sorry. We're terrible. We sorry. are sorry. It's been it's been a long, long time. But we're back. Yeah. People, welcome back. You know, shit happens. Life happens. But at the end of the day, all I can say is hello everybody welcome back to our little corner of the internet and welcome back to the taking liberties pro wrestling podcast for the 76th time yeah the boys are here to talk about stuff that we don't want to talk about damn right you goddamn damn right do it for you people out there listening in the in the internet space course thank you for joining us either for the first time or coming back we are your boys andrew marquise and max and now it's time to see if i can remember all the shilling shit that i used to do it's only been two weeks but we'll see all right guys uh, get your bingo cards out i have mine out yeah i'm ready all to right track. so be sure to check us out on twitter at tlprespod we have all kinds of tweets and things there uh be sure to check out our pin tweet for the link to our discord server if you want to hang out with the boys and maybe if you're lucky Damn one day right. possibly we'll possibly maybe consider the thought of the inkling in our minds that we might just possibly consider maybe potentially i don't know how many times to quantify this but perhaps pontificating on it one day we might allow listener requests for retro reviews now (gasps) that being said you know, as we think about these things, possibly, you know, there's no guarantee I'm thinking about anything because I'm a wrestling fan. And, you know, there's, you know how that goes. And we don't think. The fuck? <laughs> if you want to be able to give us those requests, the best place to do that is in our Discord server. So be sure to check us out on Twitter, at Pod. Click on the link in our pinned tweet to hang out with the boys. You can also talk about wrestling and games and media, comic books, sports, uh, music, whatever the fuck. We got rooms and rooms and rooms. And if you want to see one guy hold down the NSFW yeah. chat... Be sure to check that out. If you want to be the new horny guy, go check that out. Yeah. yeah. We're still yeah, releasing sure. that, though. Yeah. We yeah, no. Been. If you're a fucking freak, We're we will bleed. <laughs> yeah. You, you will not be in our server. But oh. thanks, for, thanks for trying. We're also uh, not professionals at all. Uh, no. We don't do our job. No. So with that no. being said, uh, we were supposed to do this episode, like, what, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... You know, shit happens, things happen, life, life happens, um, and I, so, Andrew and I reviewed this, or not reviewed, we watched this Joshi show. And this TNA. Probably only this past Monday, as far as the Joshi show is concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but TNA, I watched two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. <laughs> yeah. Yep, me too. So, Didn't refresh on it, so we're gonna, nope. we're gonna run nuts deep into this, but first. We're, yeah. yeah. If you want to give us your money, mm-hmm. be sure to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash TLPRSPod. Big thanks to our $10 patron, Aiden. Highly appreciate your monetary contributions. Thank you so much. Uh, we got all kinds of cool content up there. One of these fucking days, I'm going to actually just, I'm going to unload the fucking heat, bro. I got I got so much shit I've been sitting on for far too long. Yeah, the back catalog's kind of crazy, actually. Yeah, but we've got, we've got Patreon content coming. So if you're interested, we got stuff for the $1 tier, we got stuff for the $5 tier. We're still trying to figure out what the fuck can we do that's worth ten whole dollars. But again, I want a big, big thanks to Aiden for for shouting it out for us. We highly appreciate you. And uh, if you don't want to give us your money, but you want to support us even more than you already do just by listening to this show, be sure to leave us a review on 
uh, podcast platforms, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We highly appreciate those five-star reviews. I'm telling you right now, if you want to put a five-star on a official ranked system, this is your chance. If you love or hate wrestling, if you love or hate anything in this world, just do it. Usually, I would uh, shill Apple over Spotify. But you know what? Go to Spotify. And the reason I say go to Spotify is because uh, Spotify now own the people that, that own pay us, yeah, the pay us for <sighs> your listens. Mm-hmm. So go to Spotify. You're goddamn right. Leave that five star review or anchor, you, uh, or anchor. Whether you uh, like Dave Meltzer, hate Dave Meltzer, like, like wrestling, Robin, anything. Ryan, Rob Van Dam, hate Rob. Do Van you Dam. like anything in this world? Do you hate anything in this world? Mm-hmm. Give us a. God, I hate everything. Re- God, I hate. We will everything. read them on the show. Yeah. And uh, yeah, be sure to check us out on other podcast platforms. Like I mentioned, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Podbean, Fly FM, Overcast, po- Pocket Cast, Radio Public. It's been a while. I had to let that one out. It's been a while. Of course. That was a good one. And uh, without any further ado. Man, I don't want to shit and dick about this show. This. <laughs> I guess two weeks ago, we watched TNA Impact from April 1st, 2006. The April Fool's edition of TNA, and God was the joke on us. Boy, did I feel like a fool watching it. Yeah, oh boy. All right. You know, so... what, I, you know what I felt like? Mm. I feel like how I did every week. I felt like Jeff Jarrett was just poking me with a stick and asking me if I liked it or not. <laughs> and I told him like I did every week, you are the devil, go the fuck away. Yeah, Please but now get away from me. You know what? You know what? How about how some timely news for anyone who may not know? You know, uh, Jeff Jarrett, former uh, was it executive executive of, of, vice uh, president of live events? Yeah, former WWE uh, guy. Yeah, uh, gone. Yep. No longer. You know why? Because he's got a whole lot more of Ric Flair's last matches to work. Oh, damn. Since our last show, I'm pretty sure... Oh, my God. Arion, yeah. Cross, Dexter Loomis, and John Gargano have all, you know... Mm-hmm. They've all up. come back. Yeah, they've all come so, back to the... Yep. A lot's happened in two a weeks. A lot's happened, yeah. Hunter yeah. is holding it down for the people who enjoy watching his product. Yeah, hope y'all are enjoying that. I don't watch... I don't watch wrestling anymore, no. but for the people who do, I hope you're enjoying it. I hope so. I, I, I will say I watched Raw for the first time in full... Oh, yeah, I mean, Last I watched the week? first, like, two Raws after Triple H took over, and I was like, yeah, this product's still not for me. <laughs> I enjoyed how, it. What did you, yeah, how, how did you feel about it, Max? How, how did, uh, you know, how does Hunter, how does Hunter tickle your, uh, your, your funny bone? I, I enjoyed the matches. Um, I still think segments and promos could do some work, but I'll always have that critique as big promo man. Uh... Hey, I heard, I saw that a uh, prize fighter Kevin Owens came back with the fucking yeah, tape shirt, bro. You if you are an NXT Black and Gold fan, an OG, an NXT OG as I like to call them, call us. I get or I, I'm I'm part of that too. Uh, <laughs> Leave me out of that group, brother. Sorry. Yeah, I know you. I know you're out of that, uh, which is fair. But I'm part of that group. I fucking love that group. Uh, you're winning. Oh, sorry, dude. Black and gold yeah. died in 2019. I agree. That's when it died. So, but it's back better than ever. I've heard that the main complaint is that you know the wrestling is muy good, but segments, you know, like you said, 
probably still need some work. And I heard the camera work is still abysmal. Oh, the camera work. Kevin, Kevin Dunn's still there. Well, Kevin's your hand still off the there. Switch done. But, but from what I've heard, I mean, you know, the draft got pushed back until after Mania. So I'd imagine that that's when Hunter really is going to. Yeah. Settle in on his. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, at least when it comes to Raw, I won't watch SmackDown because SmackDown sucks. But. Uh, when it comes to Raw, the amount of work that's already been put into the women's division in the last two weeks is very yeah, because encouraging. I, yeah, because after calling up two people, after rehiring one person, calling up another, and another one coming back from injury, Raw actually has a women's division. Sort yeah, of. and yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, it's shout pretty out to good. That. EO Sky and Dakota Sky and Bailey Sky and yeah. Kai Sky, Sky die and lie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Um back to impact. Yeah. Back to yeah, fucking our stop. job. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Back to what we're here for, apparently. Uh so there wasn't I don't know like, why you guys listen to this. There shit, wasn't like a formal do. there wasn't like a formal show opening this week. No, we just we just opened to the ring. Team Canada are being Canadians. Yeah, they start yeah. on the Canadian national anthem because Canada. So then Team 3D stormed through the crowd for whatever reason and clear them out. USA, USA, USA. Yeah, for some reason, um Team Canada just want to be patriots, show their patriotic duty to their country. And for some reason, Team 3D unprovoked just attacks them. Because fuck anyone who's not America. Literally, Don West even said, oh, they blindsided them. (laughs) Which means they ambushed them for no real reason. So then as uh, Team 3D prepared to put Scott Demore through a table, a bunch of Canadians run in and overwhelm them. And so they hold Devon on the table. EY drops a very clean elbow through his heart, through the table. I have been saying this for, wow, fuck, I hate my life. I've been saying this for well over 10 years. Me too. I know what you're about to say. I've been saying it too. Um, Probably since 07, 08. It's like 2012, 2011. Eric Young has the goddamn best elbow drop ever. Period. Ever in the business. His, Whoa. The form, the form Whoa. Is always ever? Not, no. Forever. No. Ever. 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 Across ever. all time. Ever. Eric Young ever. is by far the best elbow drop ever. in the history of the business. Ever. You're saying yes, better even, than... Yes. Yes, I am. Better than Macho Man. Better than Kyrie. Better, better than, than All of them. Yeah. Wow. Better than everybody. Wow. His... Okay, here's the thing. Is I mean, it's I personally, up there for me. Personally, I'm very man. biased towards like the tight packaged up elbow it's, drops. It's the form, it's the right? form it's the, is like, so nasty. Literally, from the moment he jumps until the moment he lands, his form never falters. It's always safe. It's complete it's always control. clean. Complete control. Every single time. You know, Mach, you know, he would kind of like do the do the ascension. And like he would kind of like lean into the elbow, so the form was never like uh-huh. tight. You know, I like Sean's fucking jump up sky high, get the elbow, the elbow mm-hmm. and then you know I love that. But damn, Eric Young, that perfect like forty-five degree angle elbow drop. It, it's it's actually perfect. it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. I I personally have not seen an elbow that that clears. I, yeah, I just yeah. the I mean, the I one want to try because I know I wouldn't be able to do it. I don't know. I feel like the only one like I just can't see it beating is Kyrie's. 
That fucking elbow no, because drop. Because Kyrie's is, is a very is certain disgusting. type of elbow drop where she throws her whole fucking everything into it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Elbow drop. It's more of a, <laughs> I'm going to drop my elbow in front of my entire body yeah. onto you instead of just my elbow. Yeah, I mean, she lands more with like her fucking ribs than she does her elbow. So, I mean, yeah. Oh, uh, but uh, EY. Just a great elbow drop. Yeah, you, like I said, he EY does have a, heart and put yeah. him through the table. That that is fair. So then Demore talks a whole bunch of shit after they finish the beating and they shit on America. So everybody boos. Well, you know, they're right in this instance because, like I said, they were just trying to show love to their country. They got attacked by some Americans for no reason, and then they defended themselves mm -hmm. successfully. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Fuck these bad Fuck guys are defending themselves. Dang. Yeah. So I just finally, hate finally get a show opening, but no pyro because Team 3D still laid out in the ring. However, in my opinion, that's yeah, all the that's... reason to blow up the building because Team 3D is laid out <laughs> bloody in the ring. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Studio 21 fucking just exploding with those two still in the ring? I guarantee you. Getting rained on. They'd have to no sell it too. Brother Ray. Very would either no, would would no sell it and then talk about it on his Sirius XM show. I don't even know if that was going on back then. No, Sirius XM existed in two thousand six. Or he would just get a lot of heat from it, turn think, heel, and flip off the crowd. I, I think in two thousand six it was Sirius Radio and XM Radio. Mm -hmm. True, true. So yeah, Team 3D's laid out. Don West, super mega overtly ready. To come for Sting's appearance tonight. Yeah. That's Jamie, fair. Jeremy Borash is backstage with Planet Jarrett minus Abyss and the Canadians, where uh, Jarrett announces the participants of his team at Lockdown, who I did not write down. You could probably just guess. Yeah. Jarrett, yeah. some Canadians, AMW, I don't fucking know. Something like that. Who cares? It's <laughs> when we get to Lockdown in like two weeks, we'll talk about it. Mm -hmm. So, uh,. In another edition of Global Impact, yeah, TNA held their first ever house show mm -hmm. in Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, did you catch Global wild. Impact? Did you catch the house that they yeah. said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What, what did they claim that so, the house was? Allegedly, I missed this. Yeah, I allegedly, said, I said they claimed to have drawn this number. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> allegedly, TNA drew four thousand. No paying way. customers to this no house way. show. Yeah. Now, 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 now. Oh, 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 oh. There was footage of this show in which we could clearly see how big of a house they had. And when they said 4,000, I heard 400. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. That's a tentative 400 because I wasn't there. I'm thinking, all right, so even if they did this house show, right? I mean, no way they're selling the tickets for a lot of money because it's fucking TNA. Ten, ten. I max. was thinking fifteen max. Like, no, you're not gonna uh, push kids it. for five dollars, adults for ten. Yeah, so fifteen max, right? So I'm thinking, you know, four thousand people times fifteen. That's God. only like sixty thousand bucks. Mm -hmm. Which not worth the cost of running the show. Which you know, I'm sure thirty thousand of that is gonna go to the wrestlers, Jared. the rent. <laughs> All that other the production, the lights all on, that other brother. shit, yeah, yeah, and the other thirty thousand is probably gonna go to some fucking pyro. So like, they're not making any <laughs> money, dude. It's a fucking high. 
They're at a high school gym. Let's not fucking... Yeah, 4,000 my ass. We literally... Bro, we could literally see the bleachers. They were in a high school gym. There's they there is no four thousand occupant. No, 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 no. So then, our first contest of the night, NWA World Tag Team Championship match. We have the James Gang mm-hmm. versus America's Most Wanted with Gail Kim and Jackie Gata. Yeah. So before the match, BG claims he and Kip are willing to climb Brokeback Mountain to claim the tag team championships. That is what he said. Whatever that. Yeah. Means. Of Me course, and Kip I mean, Peter of course, are both willing that. to climb Brokeback Mountain if that's what it takes to claim those NWA World Tag Team Champions. Does that mean they're going to be gay if it, if that's what it means to? No, guys, they're going to be sad, depressed cowboys up in no, the mountain. No, but to and, me, you know, the implication here they're going to love each other and love The each implication other. to me is that they're willing to have sex with AMW if it means they'll hand them <laughs> the titles. I thought, I thought it was that that's awesome the james gang were willing to have sex with each other if that meant <laughs> winning are they brothers no they're just like brothers yeah they're brother they're brothers the outlaw brother took on his last name yeah there was, yeah like uh-huh brothers. yeah uh-huh yeah so uh gail pours out half a beer on jackie's head before james Storm comes to fucking rescue that poor beer yeah, had to come hey, to rescue. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, also, right. the fuck up. yeah, Impact is moving to Thursdays on April thirteenth, and then uh, I don't remember exactly what the spot was, but I wrote here in my notes all caps: AMW is gay. LOL, haha, it's funny. True. Oh, I mean, I think that. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was a spot. Well, first, for some reason, Kip Harris or Kip Harris, <laughs> Kip James was God, doing. Damn arm drags to chris harris and I yeah thought that it was. was fucking weird yeah he's twice his size um, but yeah so it was a stinger splash from from uh kip james onto both amw and they fell into like a doggy style game oh uh, yeah position. so all i'm saying is the james gang are willing to climb brokeback mountain and amw were clearly trying to break some backs so i'm not sure who's fucking who but it definitely sounds like somebody is getting him? fucked in order for the James gang to win these NWA. Somebody's <laughs> getting fucked. Somebody's getting fucked. And it's fucked. us for watching this show. Yeah. You're goddamn right. I feel violated. So Gail and Jackie get into it on the outside, which distracts AMW before they cut off the hope spot. And then Conan sneaks in to hit Kip with the blackjack while Rudy Charles is distracted. Mind you, no DQs in this company. Yeah. Uh, and then Chris Harris pins Kip James to win the match. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Great stuff. Yep. So then they replay uh, a super cut-up version of the weird stalker video from last week. Uh, JB's in the ring to interview James Mitchell in Abyss. Mitchell calls Christian a paper champion and a paper husband. Yeah, I just said he has a... Uh, I said Mitchell said that he's pussy and a bad husband. Yeah, calls he, him a uh, pussy. He left his wife in that vulnerable position to be harassed by James Mitchell in Abyss. <laughs> You know, you know, Christian, it's your fault that I was even in her face in the first place. That's what he said. <laughs> like, what? It's your fault. Yep. I assaulted your wife. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he basically is he, basically what he said. Yeah, and then he wild. says, Abyss is going to deadass take that title, B. Yeah. And then they air the second half yeah, of the We get the follow-up of, yeah, I said the, uh, we cut to part two of Alex Shelley perv video. Yeah, so yep. Alex Shelley strolls up to Christian's pad as he happens to be taking out his garbage. Yep. So he confronts Alex and attacks him, but then Abyss and James 
who are hiding nearby assault him, and then they break into his house. <laughs> yeah. And then Abyss pushes him into his indoor pool and goes after him to fucking to fucking drown him. But Mitchell's like, stop before you actually kill him. Yeah, he said, you can't get the title off of a dead man. So, yeah, so my note was, Abyss attempts to murder Christian and we're seeing this footage. Live Mitchell, on television. Mitchell told him to stop, so it's just felony battery instead of attempted murder. So there. Yeah, you gotta put. You gotta play down to just a simple, uh, you know, misdemeanor. Yeah, it's just a, you know, misdemeanor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna plead down to it, so they can just pay a fine and move on. I guess. Just kidding. It's pro wrestling. Where a fucking attempted murder, full on murder is legal in wrestling, especially in TNA. Let's not forget the fact that James Storm pushed Mickey James in front of a fucking train. And also, LAX fucking got driven by on, and a child died. Yeah, a lot of things happen in, in this company. And and didn't fucking Allie get her fucking throat slit by Rosemary or some shit? Yes. Like murder is clearly just they, a part of TNA. I forgot they had a this is I saw this clip on Twitter. I was watching TNA at the time. But I believe Rosemary killed Allie, then Allie haunted her, came back to life, <laughs> then killed her. Nice. And then they became friends or something like that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I remember Zombie seeing friends. that. I think I remember seeing that on Twitter. I'm like, how the fuck is this company still going? And it's still alive today. That was like three years ago, I feel like. Yeah, well, that's because as as everyone everyone Crazy. knows, Impact is the cockroach that won't the die. The internet keeps telling me that Impact is getting better and better. It's been not. For years. For, for years. I watch the guys. It, it. I watch Impact like how I watch NJPW. I watch when the guys... I like Russell. Yeah, see, like, the, the last time I watched, like, Modern Impact was when Kenny Omega fucking beat the brakes off a of Rich Swan and stole his title. Yeah, that was cool. I have not watched Impact in almost 10 years. Keep up the streak, bro. I'm trying. You're doing great. I'm well, trying. Modern Impact, but yeah. Yeah, of course. So moving on, uh, we have an X-Vision shootout, number one contenders match, rules vague, Samoa Joe versus Alex Shelley versus Sanjay Dutt versus Chris Sabin. Mm-hmm. Chris Daniels on commentary for this backdrop-ass number one contenders match. X-Russell things. Samoa Joe catches Sanjay attempting a Rana, gets propped in the corner for a muscle buster to win the match, become number one contender of the X-Vision title. Big brawl. Oh, Daniels strips to raise his power level. Before this match, there was also a uh, Sabu hype package. Yeah, because... Don't forget that uh, Samoa Joe is actually leaving the X Division, uh-huh. but he's well, also yeah. the number one contender for the title. Yeah. Yep. And he's going to get Daniels in a six sides of steel, I presume. So I don't see how Daniels wins. Oh, no, because Joe... Wait, what? One is it? Hold on. One... Is Chris Daniels not going to be defending the X title at lockdown? Probably not. Bro. Aren't they? I like I said, it's been two weeks. I've watched the show. Are they not doing the match like on next week's Impact? Technically, I don't think they announced that. I don't remember. Th- I would have written it down oh, if they announced weird. that. So I don't know. Fuck. So they're just gonna wait. So is Joe gonna go in Sabu and then fight Daniels at the pay per view after that? No. Are we gonna sit on this X? For two no, months? No, no, they're going to have the no X way. match on the fucking Impact after lockdown. 
Oh so we're gonna God. so we're gonna sit Daniels out of the pay per view just because Joe already has a match booked. I mean, again, if I were them, I would have had I would... Joe in this number one contenders match in the first place. Well, I would. Well, one, if I was booking this, I would not be doing the Sabu feud. Joe but if I had, yeah, to... I wouldn't be doing the Sabu match either, bro. Joe wouldn't have lost. Two, but it, but if I had to, two, I would do the Daniels match like next week or the week before the pay per view. Have Sabu cost Joe. And then Joe kill Sabu and then say, yeah, you know what? I really don't care about this title. I do want the heavyweight title, whatever. Damn, At least that makes want, some sense. You even want Joe's I don't first know. loss to come at the expense of a fucking Sabu feud? I mean, brother, he's technically already lost. Yeah, but not in one-on-one -on -one competition. Trust me, I'm the one who's been singing those praises since... His like three losses at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's your song and dance. But like, yeah, they keep really trying to fucking wank off the fact that God damn, he's he so is undefeated. So undefeated. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Samoa Joe, number one contender for the X title, and Daniels is gonna sit out the pay per view and not get paid. Rough. Yeah. And then <laughs> I wrote here in my notes. I assume it was like a promo segment or something. But I wrote here, Jeff Jarrett and Scott Steiner serve each other. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, my only note was Jeff Jarrett calls Steiner Big Papa. Yeah, <laughs> he calls him Big Papa. I've been very disappointed by the lack of craziness from Scott Steiner. Where is, yeah, it's where because, is it's because my he's craziness? On the leash. It's because he's in the fucking gravitational pull of Planet Jarrett, brother. No, he's like, he's like a governor on Planet Jarrett. I, okay. To take he a minute there, here. Dude. Very hard. Speaking of the gravitation of Planet Jarrett, I'm like, I understand it's just a meme on Twitter. I don't understand how some people can actually get happy for seeing Jeff Jarrett, though. Unironically. Because they like, look people, at people. Bro, it's the same bro, thing we always people, talk about. People look I back know. on this era of Impact with the rose tinted goggles, bro. People be looking at this and like, oh, that's when Impact was good. No, this is when Impact was bad. I just and it only want, got worse. I just want... <clears throat> God. Like, people are like, oh yeah, you should go to AEW. Do what? <laughs> to do fucking what? Bury, bury all the Are fucking new talent again? like everybody Mr. else? Mr. Stink? Bring that uh, <laughs> fucking... Jerry Mr. Stink in 22? Yeah, oh my God. Stink? You're wrong. I'm gonna fucking... Why not? Uh, but yeah, <clears> I don't know. Stink. Like, it's so bad. Sting gets a promo package. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> the man retires, but the legend returns. Yeah. So the yep. planet Jarrett come down to the ring for the main event segment. Jeff speaks nary a moment before the chicanery begins. Lights go out. Rhino gets a spotlight showing himself surrounded by other faces in the crowd. Uh, Ron Killings gets one. He's got Norman Smiley up there with him. Norman <clears throat> Smiley and Shark Boy and a natural. And that's, a natural. That's what I said. A natural. I don't know which one it was, but it was probably probably Chase Stevens. Probably. It was one of them. And then uh, on top of the stage in the Shannon Perv spot is the X Vision boy band. Yeah, I just said AJ and the X faces. Yeah. God. Uh, Jesus. The lights go out again. Finally, it's Sting. He's the bat to clear out Planet Jarrett all by himself. And Eric Young, I wrote here in my notes, is the one thug that just leaves Batman alone. Yeah. Everyone swarms Sting, but all the That's baby faces come hilarious. to his rescue in a triumphant face moment. Better enjoy this one, because it'll be sheer heat from here on. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, and that was TNA Impact from April 1st, 2006. A very uneventful episode. I mean, we got through it fast, not only because we don't care, but also because nothing 
happen. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you would even want us to say. There's not like nothing monumental happened. Nothing crazy really happened, even. Which no, because they're 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 building this lockdown with the stall. They're burning the shit slow, baby. They said we're gonna we're gonna light this candle using the stove. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I don't know, once man. Again, like, weird. I say, I, I reiterate, I don't know who this is for. I don't know who they're writing for. Bob Carter. No, not the spiking sex. Oh God. Okay. 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 Larry? Maybe. Dutch? It's gotta just be Jarrett, right? Is he the audience of one that they're playing to? I think so. Must be. It I mean Does, I would, when, I would when, love to when, ask I gotta ask Jarrett if he actually thought any of this shit was good. I okay. Well, alright. So from the bits and pieces of that I heard from his podcast, he would say things like, you know, we would put wrestling matches on TV and the people didn't like it. Like, either the people would boo, or the ratings would reflect poorly. But, like, they never even really gave it a chance. Well, when every match on your show what? goes... Two, when every match on your show goes two to three minutes, or ten minutes too long, yeah, yeah I can see how that would be a problem for the for the viewer base. I mean, on this podcast, I mean, how many times have we actually lobbied actual praise towards matches on Impact? Very infrequently. There, there have only been maybe, I couldn't pick them out personally, but I'd be willing to say there's probably about ten matches on Impact in the all oh, in the year and a half that we've been watching this program that we could look back on and say, yeah, that was a genuinely good TV match, and I'm happy I saw it. Yeah. How many times have we said that there's been like a good total Impact show, like twice, three, maybe three times ever? And and like I say twice because I'm excluding the fucking January show that was only 20 minutes. Yeah, long. Well, that's a whole that's different awesome. kind of good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't but yeah, the next I one. mean, I mean, like that's that's just also I was talking about this, and I again we do this spiel every week, but I was talking about this with my I was watching a pay per view with a friend, uh, and they were like, yeah, no, we should watch some TNA shit. I'm like, so Let's you're see. gonna pick one match you want to watch. And you ignore everything else, right? And he's like, no, what do you mean? TNA, TNA, you know, TNA pay-per-views were great. <laughs> were they? No, I mean, they look. Never, we, bro, the only we, good TNA, we, I think the only decent TNA pay-per-view was Slammiversary from last year. Yeah. And I and watched like, it we, at like four times speed, so I didn't even get to enjoy it. Yeah, and we watched, you know, the the TNA match. And yeah, that match was great. Yeah, that pay-per-view but sucked. The pay-per-view sucked. fucking sucked. Yeah, it was a one-match show. Yeah, like those are the worst you know, kinds of shows. Yeah, does not help. I and I don't know how. I know you guys probably don't relate because of the punkness, which I'm starting to get a little more. But I'd rather watch like Money in the Bank as a one man show than what was it? Is it Breaking Point 2005? Unbreakable. Oh, I mean, Unbreakable I mean, 2005. I'm pretty sure I have reviewed Money in the Bank 2011. I'm pretty sure that's one it's of the a good show. shows that I've reviewed. Back in the days before there was two of it's a us, decent or show. even three of us. I mean, I myself have stated, show is all right, I guess, but that fucking punk match is super overrated. I agree. I've watched the match back two or three times since, uh, you know, 2K made a whole fucking thing about it. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's just a match. I mean, the it's, crowd, I mean, the crowd, the crowd is great. Obviously, the crowd elevates it from being like a fucking. 
a good match. Yeah, to but you know, you know what's an even better because it was. I mean, the story was eh. Like you really didn't need the Cena's gonna be fired element. No, because uh, the match had a pretty good amount of like noticeable botches, but like just the crowd made it from a good match to a an alleged five star match. Yeah, you see, in my opinion, and this may be biased, but I don't feel like this opinion is biased because I'm biased. <laughs> true. Yeah, but true. but if you if you want to look at a, a match where John Cena is the most hated man in the world and it's an actually good match, then you're looking at one night stand 06. Yeah. Yeah, that's you want that's, a hot crowd, a, a great match with a hot finish. I mean, in my opinion, I wish it hadn't gone down the way it did because I'm biased, but well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna come out here and say that match is definitely better. I mean, John Cena has had you know, four or five better matches over that fucking punk match, I'd say. I At mean, Money in the Bank. <laughs> I mean, his, his, like, all his AJ matches, bangers. Kevin uh, Owens at Money in the Owen Bank. Kevin Owens matches, mm -hmm. you know, his, um, it, his RVD match, mm -hmm. of course. He's even had some really good matches with Edge, I think. Mm -hmm. The Sean and matches Umaga. were pretty good, Shit. too. Mm -hmm. He's had, John, John Cena has had probably 25 better matches than that Punk match. Yeah. And, okay, my one hot tick I've always really had, I liked the Night of Champions match with Punk and Cena more than I liked the Money in the is that, is that Was that, that was the one after the Big Show one, right? I believe so, yeah. where they, they do, they <laughs> do the... Yeah. Mm. I I liked the story more. I liked the story a lot more with Punk being heel. I thought the yeah, story I like I like that better. night of champions when Triple H buried his goofy ass. Based. Eh. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I'm starting to. I don't know. My my punk love is definitely dying a lot faster. Well, see, than I, I simply I simply called it out months ago, and I was proven right. Yeah. No, you, you see. I so, am the prophet. For for those that, you know, to pull back the current a little bit, when Punk came back, I was very excited because I loved Punk when he I, was on. I, and spoke, I, much, I spoke truth to power and y'all just would not hear. I me. had very much resigned to the thought and fact of CM Punk not returning to wrestling. Mm -hmm. I'd fully so with, accepted with that it. being said, yeah, I had accepted it. So I didn't care anymore no. about CM Punk, honestly. And... and you know, when he came back, it was like whatever for me. Also, doesn't help that when he came back on fucking WWE backstage. Yeah, like that definitely didn't help. Like that, like I that mean, that completely turned to wrestling. Yeah, yeah. That, that blew his return to wrestling. Yeah, if he had simply done those fucking like indie one shots under a hood or whatever, you know, those like those like run-ins he was doing to like you know work the marks. Yeah, that would have been much more significant towards the return of CM Punk than uh, what uh, when you think you have the answers. I changed the culture. Uh, what? God. Yeah. What? I mean, but again, I was excited. The boys were not, and they said something. I, I mean, you oh, guys I said it. something, and I caught yeah. major heat. I I definitely let my grievances known, but I didn't shit on the people like Andy. No, I doubled down on it. I, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. No, because I wasn't fucking hearing it. And you were right, and I was right as well. But I was more right because I doubled, I tripled down more, on it. More right, you just went about it in a much more assholeish way. <laughs> I didn't care. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was correct. Continue. I, I, 
I predicted the second he came out, I said, in three months, all of you motherfuckers are going to be so tired of this guy. Lo and behold, by December, people started hating CM Punk. So my my timeline of it, I enjoyed the MJF feud a lot, but I'm also biased because I like MJF. And after that is when I was like, okay, so they're just going to hot shot him, huh? That kind of sucks. The Hangman feud is... I could probably, if I'm being honest, and I might I might make a Patreon video for how much I hated that feud because I don't think I've hated a feud in wrestling oh, man, more in the last few years. going to drop a rant on Patreon? Yeah, because they took the babyface who finally beat Kenny Omega and fucking put him in a feud where nobody was the face and nobody was the heel. It felt like Punk was the heel one week, Hangman was a heel the next week. The psychology was awful. The match sucked dick. Well, that's what you get and for then, putting two baby faces in the ring for a world title like that. And that's the fucking point. Like, if you're gonna... That's why... So, like, did anybody even work heel in the match? In the match, Hangman kind of worked heel, yeah, and so then... wasn't he, Hangman it, the heel in that no, match? That's so fucking so ass backwards. It, in, in, in the match, he worked heel... And then they kind of alluded to Punk working. I, I'm trying to remember. It's been a minute. It was bad. It was awful. AEW and then was bad. No way. Punk fucking breaks his foot flying to the crowd like a mark. I don't feel bad about saying that statement. That shit pissed me the fuck off. Because that's horrible business. That's just really stupid. Especially his age and knowing what he can do. That's awful on Phil's part. But like... The the thing that makes me mad more than anything is you do an unplanned shoot where you just bury the guy who beat Kenny Omega in AEW. Yeah, like, fuck this fucking randomly, randomly on a dynamite to build your feud with John Moxley. Like, make fun of John. That's fine. Whatever. You know, that's your current feud. That's your job. But don't be fucking burying a guy who can't come out and talk to you. It's just fucked up. Whether it was planned or not, I don't like that. I don't think that's good business. So, well, yeah, I don't know. Sources. Like, it was very yeah. much not planned. Yeah, and like, I don't know. Wait, wow, that I, almost makes it seem like CM Punk's a fucking asshole. Who would have thought? And and the one thing I've also said is, I feel like AEW is currently in the filler point of TNA right now, where we're at right now. Punk's like Punk and Moxley are the <laughs> world champions. Wrestling, bro, I don't wrestling, give a shit. The wrestling industry's been stuck in filler for years. It's so awful. So like, it's all right. so tiring. All right, we can't God. really say that like no one saw this coming, right? Or like, because it, it definitely seems that AEW is in kind of a lull period right now, and it def- I don't think anybody could say that we didn't see this coming. Sure, you could have been blinded from all the excitement that you get from Tony Khan or whatever the fuck, and all the being an unhinged weirdo, all the fan service that he does for the people. But like at the end of the day, it's a two-hour show. A one-hour show that doesn't get any love. The B-show, essentially. Um, with an overly bloated roster. So bloated, nobody gets TV nobody, time nobody unless you're, like, in time. the club. Yeah. And then, you know, Tony Khan will say things like, well, when you get on TV, you gotta fucking utilize the time you have the best as you can. But, like, the fucking... What's that motherfucker's name? Stu Grayson, I think? He didn't have a single yes. match on AEW Dynamite. Didn't have a single singles match in the three years and he the was there. Three years that he was there, he didn't have a single singles match at all. 
Nope. Yep. Widow did, though. So what time did, was he given to utilize? Those tag matches. Dark. You know, it's funny because, I mean, only recently did Tony Khan establish, like, a chain of command underneath him. Yeah. You know, like he should have done when he opened AEW, like a fucking intelligent business person. Yeah, I don't know why he thought that, like, he could You know, the company's only been open for, like, almost person. three years now. But, mm-hmm. you know. No one person should should have worn all the hats that Vince McMahon did. No, but see, in the attempt to become Vince McMahon, he is actually slowly beginning to morph into him. I agree, not, because... Not, and I, and I, I, I'm not saying, like, Tony Khan's a fucking rapist or anything. I mean, like, Tony Khan is clearly... I mean, it seems very clear to me that he's he's growing unhinged from just the sheer stress of the work he's put himself under. Yeah. I mean, to me, if you own the company, you definitely should have say in the book, but you should not have the full book. Well, yeah, it's still That's your book, but, like, fuck, bro, you need help. Yeah, which is, like, I don't know. These EVP positions not being actual things, they're just kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, these fucking placeholder positions that don't mean shit. Yeah. Yeah, like, what, like, what, what, do, what do the Young Bucks actually do as nothing. executive vice presidents of to, to, like, What do they actually do? To my knowledge, the only two that ever had actual booking power... Was Cody booked most of his own shit, which is kind of why it was not great in AEW. And yeah, Kenny he's a helped fat book guy, bro. And Kenny helped book the women. Yeah, and which was good. Know, there's one. Uh, there's one lady who's an executive. She's also uh, an EVP, and she's the one who actually did all the like EVP duties that wasn't like Cody. Yeah, Mega. Yeah. So, mm. like, yeah. Also, shouts out to uh. Matt Jackson's wife doing more work for AEW on the business end than Matt himself. <laughs> I did not know that. That's Sick work right pretty there. Pretty base. Yeah, um, but uh, long story short, AEW's in shambles. CM Punk bad. Uh, yes. TL dropping their takes. I wouldn't say in shambles, but things are not looking very great at this particular moment. Of time. It is definitely. I know. I know how I would save place. it. It's just, but I don't have the book, so it's just in a lull period. I'm sure they'll claw their way out of it. I'm sure their fans will not allow it to die. I'm sure they're going to be apologists until Tony figures out what he needs to figure out. So. You, you know, what's a real question though, because uh, you know AEW's TV deal is coming up, and I know, I know, I'm sure they've been negotiating the new one for however long. Sure, but but you know, it'll be very interesting to see how much money. If they can increase the deal they have, you know, get more money or whatever, maybe it's the same. Maybe they get less. I mean, I doubt they're going to get less, but the the likelihood of getting more money is probably like, like 60, 70%. Like, there's a chance they might not get... Because Rampage's ratings are god-awful. They're not awful. No, they're bad. They're not. They're not. That's 400... Was it like 400K? Oh, Rampage. Oh, yeah. Rampage. Rampage's yeah. ratings Dynamite's are fine. terrible. Rampage is Dynamite's not good. Fine. I was thinking of Dynamite. Yeah, Rampage. No, Dynamite, Dynamite I, routinely does see, like 950K. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I understand why they had to move Dynamite off TNT for the NBA stuff. But, like, they mostly retain their stuff on TBS. But why not just move Rampage to TBS, too? Like, because they want to be on not. both Turner networks. 
brother, if you're going to do that, then you might as well flip it because you are not getting shit from Dynamite. Or not, not excuse me. Ugh. Rampage being on TNT. Like, no. See, I to also... me, in my opinion, I find it, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it as a business move to like make the station or the network you're on such a fucking integral part of your company's identity simply because of the fact that at any point your deal could get pulled for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, like imagine, you know, some, imagine Chris Jericho does something like really extreme, like something really insane. Right. Yeah. And it like it just destroys AEW's public perception or whatever. Yeah. And TNT are like, all right, bro, y'all need to fucking kick rocks. <laughs> now they've got a TNT title and a TBS title that they can't even use anymore because those are copyrighted fucking those are copyrighted acronyms. Yeah. So they've lost those two titles. They've lost all sorts of fucking branding. Like, that's 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 an issue I think uh, TNA had where they made Spike TV such like a fucking aggressive part of their identity mm -hmm. that once they got kicked off spike i mean that was it <laughs> pretty much yeah like i mean you know raw you know they're on the usa network or they're on fox and at first smackdown was pushing the fox shit heavy but that was just you know to get people to come fucking watch the show right but like for the most part aside from like the draft once they, they don't even really mention the once Netflix. they established that they were on fox they there was no longer a need to make <laughs> it a part of the show mm-hmm <laughs> true that's that's pretty much how it goes but yeah i mean as you said with the the i mean because they would have to change both the name and the literal designs of the belt because they have the literal copyrighted logos of on tbs those, and tnt on the title on the belt it would be hilarious if that. they moved to like cbs and they just put a c on the title <laughs> turn the t into a c that's yeah, awesome like, i mean because like it really isn't out of the realm of possibility that I mean, and, and maybe they don't even get booted. Maybe they just get a, a better offer on another network, and now they have to change. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I what do you do? Yeah, and I mean, what do you do? the The thing I keep hearing, oh Jesus, uh, is like, you know, I think Tony Khan really wants the streaming deal with. Uh, yeah, well, too bad HBO Max is literally about to die. Yeah, and that's so, the problem. Unless he wants, but unless he wants AEW on Discovery Plus, he's out of luck. Paramount, better not. <laughs> God, Paramount, what? Jesus, I like that's the other thing See, too. You know what? Like, if I'm Tony Khan at this point, I'm aiming for fucking Netflix, bro. Netflix, AEW. Apparently, I'm I'm aiming wild. for a top three. Well, apparently the Fed are attempting, from what I heard. I don't know how true this is. They're attempting to try and get Raw and SmackDown shown on Netflix as well. Mm. So how would Peacock feel about that? Well, well, I'm sure they get. I'm sure they get a cut. I'm, yeah, I'm sure they would get a cut. But like, well, because they I mean, they have like it would be. I'm pretty sure it would be like the weekly. You know. Yes, yeah, they'd be behind a week. Well, or whatever. I mean, I think every other week, I think the Sunday night is when they get the Raw episodes on Peacock. So I wonder, like, I don't know. I just wonder how they feel about that because I know. Well, I mean, he... like I said, as long as NBC Universal's getting their money, I'm sure they can come to some sort of agreement with Netflix that'll be worth just a fucking stupid amount of money that won't be yeah. remotely worth it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Anyway, like AEW is the one spot AEW is absolutely never gonna get on is Hulu. Like they have absolutely no shot because the the Fed will just completely block it. Why? 
because they already have Raw on Hulu. Yeah. That's been on Hulu for 10 years. No, that I I forgot about that. I've had Hulu live in like two years, so I forget about that. Yeah, WWE's had a presence on Hulu for like 10 years, so they're they're not going to be letting anybody. I mean, shit, reminder that Stephanie McMahon personally called in on fucking, she called fucking sus on, on MLW when they got their Tubi TV deal, had that shit pulled. Oh, all by yeah, threatening true. Fox, they'd leave. Nope. Fucking, they'd, they'd pull SmackDown. Like, no, you weren't. I was about to say, maybe, uh, maybe AEW could try Tubi. They would have a much better shot at it. They would have a much better shot at it. Yeah, they would, but... And, mm. I mean, honestly, they would need something. And at least with Tubi. I mean, because I, I use Tubi semi-regularly for Tiger Mask and uh, UWF, mm-hmm. which is very convenient that they're both on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so... They have a live sports and like live news and shit, like channels. So, I mean, maybe Wednesday nights, Saturday nights, AEW can air on Tubi, drive up some uh, subscriptions or whatever. You know, I would look into a partnership with YouTube in some shape or form. I oh. mean, aside, aside from the fact that on YouTube TV you can already watch AEW, but that's a paid service. Yeah, but if AEW's were... YouTube channel and their YouTube structuring is abysmal. Well, yeah, that's their own fault. That's not YouTube's fault. No, it's not. But like, fuck, they would have. They're they're gonna have a little bit of a mountain to climb, considering what they've already done to their own. See, if it were me. Channel. What I would do if I were AEW is I would have their digital media team or whoever the fuck has to go through the, the proper channels to strike up some kind of deal with YouTube to where, you know, they would probably get more AdSense per their views or whatever, but they would probably, but I would do it where they air Dynamite and Rampage on an hour delay on their YouTube channel mm. and they simply make up, so they play their ads on YouTube or whatever and that just be built into the show from the broadcast. But they'd also have the advertisements placed into the actual live stream. Yeah. So unless you have an ad blocker or whatever, you're gonna be seeing ads. Yeah. That so that YouTube can get paid. So like for. if they're gonna go to picture in picture, mm-hmm. then YouTube will just roll an ad. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like I say this all the time too. Uh, full commercial breaks beat picture in picture. Don't yeah, care. it's time to stop. L Nobody, L ratio. Dude, because it's awful. Picture in picture, bro. Like. The commercial is so in my fucking face. I'm watching it anyway. And also, yeah. like, yeah, there's well, nothing cool that's gonna that. happen. No so, audio. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't help that you hear the audio from the commercial and not from the wrestling. Mm-hmm. So it's just picture in picture. Yeah, it's never really been a, a good. I think the only picture in picture is only good for like racing. The only time I enjoyed picture in picture was way back in the day when Raw was still a glorious two hours. And they would, like, occasionally do three-hour shows. And to, you know, try and maximize on the hype, they would go picture-in-picture as well to try and keep the most viewers. And that's when I enjoyed it. Because it it was a gimmick. It was a gimmick. And not just a part of every week's broadcast for every show. Yeah. Every show does picture-in-picture. All of them. He said, stop. I'm begging. I'm pleading. Just go to commercial. On my hands and knees and see. It CBS. can go shorter too because it's an actual fucking commercial. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But that was our time filling rant. Mm-hmm. You so got now, right. 
it is time for your main event of the 76th episode of the Taking Louis Pressing Podcast for this week. Oh, we're going to bully Max for this one. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. watched World Pro Wrestling Diana uh, from December 25th, 2021. Max, you are in complete control of this review, my friend. I have my yeah. notes, but uh, no, I'm, I'm going to let you head this one because uh, we have some bullying to partake in, friend. Yeah. Sorry. So, first of all, I'm going to apologize just off rip. Um, I did get this recommended for me from Drew. I enjoyed this show. The only issue is even I don't know who any of these people are. There's so, also another issue. Yeah, the frame rate on this. Yeah, the is show not was great. in 10 frames. Yeah, which not great, Bob. But I enjoyed the wrestling. The wrestling's cool. That's what I like watching Joshi for. But it was not the greatest show. There are some high points. There is some shit I will shit on. But uh, my, to my lead us. The biggest thing I think is that it was just. It was difficult to watch an entire card of people that I don't know, which Fair. would not be as difficult if it weren't in a language that I didn't know, or at least can't speak well enough to watch an entire wrestling show in. Mm hmm. That's Plus, fair. I think also the, the the you know, watching Joshi shows. There's only one segment on most of them, and it's at the very end where they break kayfabe and fucking ruin my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, as as I'm sure you can probably assume, I mean, the segments is where the bread and butter is for the entertainment on this podcast. You know, we can break down matches and talk about you know the nitty gritty as much as we do, but when it comes down to it, you know, the the real meat and potatoes of what we can really talk about is in the the moments. And not the matches. Hey, brother. It's the music between the notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, whatever that means. Yes. The music. I don't know what that means, so that's yes. cool. Yeah, the, the, the rests? No. <laughs> that, that's the saying. The music between the notes. All right. Well, I hear that. So. Yeah. Uh, I'll, yeah. So I'll be doing this most of this review. Uh enjoy if you can to listen to this wrestle shit uh we start with a three-way match with a 20 minute time limit as we see madeline you got that much that's crazy you got the yeah. time limit because i didn't catch yeah. that shit yeah. yeah i just i just have the time stamps for the fucking starts of the card uh madeline versus kakaru sekiguchi who has i only see my biggest problem with this match is two of these girls look very similar one is you can actually tell who she is yeah, because her hair looks different. The, yeah, only one of them was clearly the person that they showed on the on the match card. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then... Yeah, uh, the other two had very similar... Well, in the picture, they had a similar look. In the ring, I mean, it was really just down to their hair being, like, the same color. Yeah. But, uh, Which is uh, I figured tough. out that in this match, Madeline was Sub-Zero. Yes. <laughs> that's and hilarious. That was, and I thought that was badass. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then uh, the third woman is Miyuki Takase, who I enjoyed in this match a lot. When, once I figured out who she was, yeah, she was Miyuki my favorite. Seems for sure. to be like the, the the general here. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they come out. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Madeline who comes out first. Oh no, no, no it's not. It's fucking uh, Sekiguchi who comes out first. She does her little wave, her little taunts. I think the second entrance is the one that has Demon Slayer in it. I can't <laughs> remember. 
But there's some copyright fucking music in this shit, and it's hilarious. Well, yeah, there's uh, also some very super copyrighted music in this shit because somebody's entrance is getting completely muted. Yeah, yeah, that happens later in the show, and it's fucking awesome. Just fucking ab the the. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, and then fucking Takase comes out, and she's the champion. So she's I presume this is for the title. With uh, yeah, this very uh blank silver title they all lock up uh well, going to a, a fucking like a three-way respect handshake gimmick you know gotta show your respect. yeah yeah and then they kind of all do like a triple down uh madeline's kind of she kind of sells like a i don't know i guess like she's kind of just sells like a little like a little girl i don't know how to describe <laughs> it like sells like a kid yeah, like a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works better. That sounds better. Yeah. Uh, as Madeline's trying to crawl away, they get her into a camel clutch uh, and fucking Boston Crab. Tr- oh, yeah, like, they did. Yeah. It was nasty. It was pretty cool. Uh, Sekiguchi hits a fucking drop kick on uh, Takase to get her off and then goes to more work on Madeline. Gets her into a... I don't know what this is called. The fucking knee with the arm stretch. I don't know what it's called. Uh, they do some more submission shit. Uh, this time they double up on, on Takase, which was cool. Or no, it was on Madeline still. God damn it. My notes are all fucked up. I don't but blame yeah, they... you, bro. It's hard to follow matches with people you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do a triangle and a fucking figure four. Again, cool double team shit. Yeah, they spent, uh, they spent like the entire match teaming up on Madeline. Pretty much. Yeah. Um... At one point, I just said, uh, wrestle stuff, the atmosphere is grim. <laughs> that is the You're one not thing wrong. That the atmosphere really of the show is very um, suspect. Yeah. Yeah, there, there was not a lot of cheering, unfortunately. There was not a lot of... Uh, I don't know. There was just uh, kind of some at weird one point, At one point in the show, I, I remarked... One of the, one of these girls was acting real cutesy and shit, and I was like, yeah, you're trying to sell those calendars, aren't you? Uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah uh yeah. for the first time in like three i almost want to say like a month on this podcast i see a fucking power slam on one of these shows that we watched that yeah, was me. a very nice power slam it was like, a just, very clean one. even in five frames a second like it does yeah. like damn it's very very good form oh there's also a uh, an sto at one point in this match which, and an every yeah. match yeah that's the seems to be the favorite move on the on the card i don't SDO. know how bad this is gonna sound i feel like a lot of people that do that work the japanese style do the sto like for some reason i mean i feel like it's it's, It's a takedown it's simple yeah yeah it's a a fast and effective takedown yeah step takedown yeah i mean it makes sense but they use it so much it's so overused yeah um there's a steamroller uh madeline actually tries to steal one on takaguchi and then she runs away, kind of just starts leaving the ring, hopping around. Again, she's kind of just acting like a little kid. I assume that she's just a rookie. Like, that's just her role. Um, then we get some one-on-one spots. A lot of, a lot of shit just kind of happens. And the fucking finish. Oh, hold on. You gotta, you, gotta mention, you gotta mention the fucking old school into an arm bar, brother. So I mean, 
Yeah, yeah. So Madeline like old school. Madeline like, takes Miyuki to old school, yoga, and she goes up top, does a fucking pose, cheerleader yeah. scorpion leg lift on the top before she does an Arabian press armbar over the top rope on her. I was like, holy shit, that was so unnecessary. Yeah, it was. This was probably yeah. the this was probably the biggest spot on the whole show. Yeah, true. Yeah, the uh, they do that, and then fucking Madeline's on the ropes. She ducks under. Uh, Sekiguchi goes off the ropes, hits her with a clothesline slash STO. Big and then STO. Uh, yeah, Taka stays outside the ring. Sekiguchi gets the pin. Taka stays pissed. Uh, you know, because she didn't get pinned to lose her title, and then uh, yeah, that's that's the first match. Well, I'm pretty sure she got her title back, so this is probably just an exhibition. Oh, I'm thinking of fucking. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure because I saw somebody else in this car with the yeah. exact same title as her, so it was probably like a tag title. Yeah, but I mean, the point remains that literally everyone that lost was very upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that that is good selling, so I will appreciate that. Um. Next match, we have. This was my favorite match for sure. I mean, I like uh, I like the first half of this match quite a lot. Yeah, uh, Ayame Sa- Sasamura versus Nagisa Nozaki, which was another twenty minute time limit single fall. Uh, fucking Ayame comes out in a fucking panda sweater, pretty sick. She's got yeah, the, uh... unfortunately, I got fucking PTSD to Sammy Guevara. <laughs> Sammy like, legitimately, I got, like, PTSD to seeing him on uh, Double or Nothing or whatever the fuck back in 2019 and just being horrified. Yeah, so she comes out, and yeah, she's got the Kawhi gimmick going on. Uh, all those calendars. S- yeah, I was about to say, send them calendars, brother. Where's the panda hat and bikini on the beach? $30, please. Yeah, so I wrote down my notes here. Uh, Nagisa's the one that comes out in the fucking Demon Slayer music. That was crazy. Um, She comes out in this big-ass purple robe. It's got fucking sequins and reptile skin all over it. Very sick. Uh, I just liked her look a lot. Yeah, good ring jacket. Yeah, and she's also tall as shit compared to the ref and and, uh, Ayame. Like, she's huge. So I was like, ah, this is gonna be... Nice little David Goliath match. It's going to be fun. Uh, they do shake hands, but not going to lie. Uh, Nagisa treats her like a bitch the rest of the match, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and they got down and dirty with it. Yeah. I mean, they do a lot of really good. Yeah, they're doing work and holding yeah. and jockeying for position at the start. They were fucking on the mat. Yeah. yeah but it was, then it was some, like... some shoot wrestling shit, which was sick. Yeah, but then they're also doing like headlocks and shit. Oh, yeah, there were fucking it's two minutes of the match. Yeah, they were holding it in. There was a fucking... There's an arm bar into a headlock at one point. Camel for sure. clutch, fucking Romero special without the lift. Uh, You know, fucking getting it done. Oh, yeah, because that was the fucking foot stop. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> it's a Joshi show. You're going to see lots of foot yeah. stops. Yeah. Uh, Nagusa gets her into the corner, starts fucking chopping her to a fucking pulp, like, she does like 20 chops in a row. It's pretty crazy. There's also a massive uh, German suplex. That shit popped me. I was waiting for this. I, I was like, bro, somebody just kill someone. Yeah. Yeah. She did a brain buster after that. Then she gets her in the camel clutch, picks her for the German, like Andrew said. Um, 
Ayame start, finally starts to get some offense in, a couple drop kicks. Uh, she hits an STO. Surprise, surprise. Uh, for a two. Um, uh, then at one point, like, uh, point Ayame did a, she did like a DDT, killed her, held it, and then did another DDT. Yeah, that DDT spot was pretty fucking wild. Um, they do more headlock shit. Nagisa tries to slow it down. At one point, Ayame hits a nasty double foot stomp from the top rope. Uh, then tries to get her in like, what's it called? Uh, kill switch position, unprettier position. Uh, she gets pushed off the ropes, hits a really, really cool crucifix pin. Or like a roll, it wasn't a crucifix, it was a roll through pin. Looked very clean. Uh, Nagisa gets her into uh, Crossfire's chicken wing. Ayame gets to the rope. She hits a fucking Claymore kick. Yeah, three twice. times in a row. Yeah, fucking. I put him down as sick kicks, but yeah, Claymores. Yeah. I just wrote them as what they are single leg drop kicks. Sick. Yeah. Or the rock kick. kick. Sick kick is already, uh, is also fair. Uh, Ayame channels some fighting spirit, starts hitting her with some forearms, uh, tries to stack her up, doesn't get it. Uh, fucking Jesus Christ's boot from fucking Nagisa should have fucking finished the match. I went like another five minutes, kind of pissed me off. But, the one, uh, uh, she hits a, nah, the ripcord one. Oh, a rip, yeah. a bro, I, big boot. I was I was looking for a revolution knee, bro. Yeah, I, I wanted her. Shit. I did want her to hit the fucking <laughs> revolution knee. Is crazy. Yeah, but she hits that. She kicks out. She does another claymore, and then she kicks out again. So she just does it again. She does it again. She kicks out again. And then Nagisa's just in there, and she's like, all right, I'm going to fucking kill you. And she does it one more time. And then she goes to shake her hand after pinning her. Ayame flips her off, yeah, while, her off holding, while holding her uh, her head like a fucking, like she's really hurt. And then uh, she leaves. Yeah, that she got kicked in the head a whole bunch. Yeah. Yeah, so at least she sold it, which was nice. Uh, always good to see people selling the fucking finish. I wish it was a couple kicks cleaner. Uh, you know, these big ass kicks from this big ass woman should probably kill somebody. But Sorry, that's just bro. me. Fighting spirit. You know, we work King's Road around here. <laughs> Fucking King's Road. Yeah, 1992 this match shit. was a little too, or this finish was a little too Johnny Gargano for me. Personally. That is fair. Yeah, I was just missing the why am I so violent face. Mm -hmm. Why am I so violent? Oh, you know, it's back. She didn't look at her hands. Uh, after like the fifth single leg drop kick to do one final one, she didn't like. No, it's gonna come after the sixth. She didn't resonate and ruminate. Right. Yeah, shouldn't you know? You know, take off the boot or uh, drop the knee pad. Nah, she just kept going, kept in her with it. At least she believed in herself. She wasn't Will Osprey trying to steal other people's finishes. <laughs> uh, anyways, and we move into what Andrew described. Uh. The most copyrighted-ass music ever because the engine yeah, was completely muted. Raideen Hagene's fucking entrance music was literally muted out. I had to check my volume three times to make sure my audio wasn't dying on my laptop while I was nah, watching it. sweetie that. simply got muted, bro. I'm sure I'm sure Raideen came out to, like, 
fucking Chala Head Chala or some shit. And they said, oh my god, we're gonna fucking die. And they said, oh shit, I gotta mute this. What if it was some like fucking like hardcore gangster? Like, what if she came out to like 50 Cent or something? Like, in the club? Yeah, like something. What if she came? I, I just imagine she came out to like Metallica or something. That would have been crazy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's definitely a Rolling Stones type with that mohawk and the Ultimate Warrior face paint. True. Probably some bold Nakano music. Not to uh, put her into that, but you know. <laughs> what, are you going to her fucking theme? I mean, Is that brothers, what I needed it to face... protect her? Maybe. She's got the face paint in the, in the mohawk. <laughs> halfway there. Uh, but yeah, it's Riding Hagane versus Rina Amakura. Again, one fall, 20 minute time limit. Yeah, this uh, was a uh, this was a big little match. The, yeah, what I thought the last match was going to be, this is definitely a big little match. Uh, I liked Rena a lot in this match because she just uh, kept running at her, and I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, like, well, see, Rena had some fucking power behind her, but uh, Rydeen was simply built different. She's just too big, bro. Yeah, because Rena was coming off the rope with shoulder tackles like six or seven times, just couldn't drop her. No. Nope. Yeah. But yeah, Riding gets the early heat, gets her into like a camel clutch. Uh, Rena tries to sneak in a schoolgirl, gets like a one and a half on it. Uh, tries to drop a splash on her. The ultimate splash. Gets a two. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, that was disgusting. The rocket fuel, uh, brother. Uh... <laughs> To fucking do a line off the ropes, you crazy bastard. Damn right I am. Ah! <laughs> uh, Rena hits her with a fucking dropkick to the ass, which was actually hilarious because she got a fucking two count on it. Uh, Riding finally gets some more offense in. Fucking splashes her in the corner. Big old fucking Ryback style. That's the first thing it reminded me of because that's just Ryback never jumped or anything. He just ran, which was cool. Uh, Rena also answers with that. She hits a suplex, a splash again, only gets two. Uh, right in, it's a back body drop. Gets her into a fucking wild ass standing up Boston Crab. Yeah, she fucking she grabbed her legs and just hiked her up and then just stepped See, into it. If you're not gonna actually sit down, that's the way you should fucking do it because it actually looks some semi painful. I think, well, see, I think the move being put on looked painful, and then as soon as it was on, it was like, okay, now yeah. get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, it's all we would have to do is press up on her hands and simply shift back in because Rydeen was just standing there. Yeah, no, for sure. Just, just gotta roll it back in. Yeah, like she picked her up uh, Lion Tamer style mm-hmm. yeah. and put in a shitty Boston Crab, so... Yeah. Rena also pushed uh, the ropes to get out. Yeah. Then we get into the good old Joshi shit where they do the fucking forearms for two minutes. The hope spot. The hope spots. Uh, Rena hits her with a bunch of fucking slaps. There's a fucking spin slap off the ropes, which was cool. Hit, finally gets the shoulder tackle to work. There's your true hope spot. Uh, does a diving senton. Well, not a diving senton. She does yeah, a flip senton. She does a, uh, she does a fucking, like, running splash, and then she goes to Brett's rope. Does a... What was it, a cannonball, or just a senton? Yeah, basically a cannonball senton. Yeah. It's it's just a senton, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, she grabs her arm, probably, I don't know what she was going for, maybe like a DDT or something. Uh, then Rydeen fucking drops her. I think she hit, what was it, an STO or something like that? Probably. But she drops her, <laughs> goes to the second rope, looks like she's about to do a splash, and then at the last second she fucking turns into a fucking senton. Yeah, well, it, it was an elbow drop. Yeah, I said, uh, Rydeen with a Vader-esk elbow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vader yeah. bomb with an elbow. Yeah, it's a Vader bomb that she spins into an elbow. Yeah, no, no, that, and pin that's her with fair. a slow count. Yeah. yeah. The count was Which slow. Was... It was like one, two, oh, yeah. two. three. The final count in Press is usually slow, I guess, you know, to build up that uh, drama and to give the wrestlers that chance to kick out. Which is how it is uh, across the board. Mm. True. Just kick out. Uh, but yeah, then Rydeen kind of just shits on her after. Shit, talk, shit talks her. And it's muted. Uh, yeah, it's muted the whole time because of the fucking music, uh, which is hilarious. Uh, Rena gets picked up by the young girl. She bows, even though she's fucking hurt, with the young girl. I thought that was hilarious that they still sold it. Uh, oh, you know what? Again, she came up to fucking uh, Asian Kung Fu generation over the fuck, bro. They, they said, hold on now. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. You want know, to, to, to flow? Oh, man. Maybe. But yeah, uh, then we get into the main event, which was my least favorite match just because it was so fucking long. Um, 20-minute time limit, my dick. Uh, <laughs> we have actual Joshi legend, uh, Jaguar Yokota, which is crazy. Uh, this woman's wrestled fucking every Joshi legend that you can think of from like the All Japan days. Uh, Haruka Umasaki is her partner. Real young girl. I just wonder if God I recognize her. She, no, she looks like fucking, uh, she looks like Momo Watanabe to me. Well, to me, it just, the... I could have, I could fucking swear I've seen her before. I thought it was Momo when I first saw the fucking picture. I almost fucking went crazy. Uh, and they are facing off against Ayako Sato and Deborah Kay. And, yeah, this match is there's a lot of shit that happens. It's it's just a big Joshi tag match. Um I don't know, like I didn't take a lot of notes for it just because it was just a lot of shit. They do a couple cool chair yeah, spots at I the mean, start. I also didn't take a whole lot of notes for it. I mean, yeah, one of my notes is just tag shit, I guess. I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention to this match. Yeah. And again, this is why it was a bad thing for me to choose. I didn't fucking proofread like I should have. So, apologies, friends. But, um, yeah, there's just a lot of shit uh, that happens. Fucking, again, do a, du- a double down at the end. Uh, double sum- double pin wins the, or a double submission wins the match after a uh, rolling arm bar by Yakota on the legal woman. Yeah, it was like a roll up or something and a submission happening at the same time or something or other. Yeah, and then she, yeah, she she took it, rolled into it. That's where the note is, and then she turned into a pin. Yeah, and that was the match. It was not fucking twenty minutes. If it was twenty minutes, that was crazy because it felt like thirty. But yeah, that was pro wrestling Diana, uh, from Christmas twenty twenty one, and I promise you, it will never be that bad again.
Well, see, okay. I'm not going to sit here and say the show was bad or anything. It's just that I felt incredibly lost. Same. And it also did, the frame yeah. rate was just insanely bad. Yeah. True. So, like, I don't know. Like, uh, we didn't do ratings for TNA, but, I mean, you can just assume. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, like, for this, like, out of five, I'd probably give it, like, a like a two for an effort. Two for effort. Out of 10, I give it a 6 for effort. Wow, that's a very hefty effort grade. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Good. I mean, it's out of 10. I don't think it was like under a. F I don't think it was that bad. Like the wrestling wasn't that bad. The main. I guess with the main being as long as it felt, I guess I'll put it at a 5. I was going to say like a 4.5. That's fair. Um, one, I know that I was not going into this show with uh, a good mindset a good mindset but fair yeah there were there were things that uh you know the frame rate was an issue i enjoyed parts of the matches parts of the matches one match mainly but i mean the show was yeah, it was it was a passable show. It wasn't like like bad. Yeah, it, was, it was an effort. Yeah, but so I'll give them that. Yeah, I'll give them that. But yeah, that was fucking. That was the show. There you go. All right, people. Guess it's time for us guys to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Of course, you've been your boys, Andrew, Marquise, and Max. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at TOPRSPod. Be sure to check out the pinned tweet for the link to our Discord server there on our Twitter. Once again, at TOPRSPod. If you want to give us your money, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash TOPRSPod. Big thank you to our $10 patron, Aiden. Highly appreciate you, my bro. Uh, if you don't want to give us your money, but you want to support us in another way other than just watching, listening, hearing us speak every week, then uh, be sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify especially, mm -hmm. but on any podcast platform you're on. Be sure to check us out. All those podcast platforms, like I said, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Breaker, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Owltail, Blueberry, <laughs> Born! Born! Of course. And, uh, yeah. We've been your guys. Yeah. 76 episodes. Sorry that we were late on this one, and I'm sorry that it's a shorter one, but I promise we're going to come back with the heat. Next week for episode number 77. It's a pretty cool Ooh, number. The good number. Wrestling Podcast. Thank y'all for hanging out with us. Take care. See you next week. Catch you next time.